Nobody Loves Me, starring Noah Martin as Joe Reese, Jesse Labrie as Halton Horace, Asina as Kelly and Alex, and Grace Trobs as Ella and Peggy. Presented by Retrospection Multimedia and performed by Retrospection Radio Theater. Hello. Are you guys in charge of this police station? Well, hello, Bright Eyes. Who's in charge here? Just a minute. How'd you get in here? I walked in. Who's the top man here? This is the squad room, son. If you have a complaint, give it to the desk sergeant. No, I don't want to bother him. He's sleeping. Jenkins sleeping? Why do I tell that? You better sit down. Look out, Kelly! He's got a gun! Yeah? I got a gun. So what? And this is a police station. So what? Sit down, you flatfoots. I gotta tell you something. Now wait a minute, mister. You must be crazy coming into a police station and pulling a gun. Maybe I am crazy. But I think I know what I'm doing. You! You can't hold up a police station, mister! Shut up. I don't want anything from you flatfoots. And I don't want to make any complaints either. Look, son. Keep your hands up. I didn't move. Mister, this isn't funny. Shut up. I'm talking. And I might even give you a present. Now look. A present of 10,000 bucks just for sitting there and all your lard and listening. So which one of you is boss? She... she is... Not me. She's Captain Kelly. I'm a sergeant. Captain, huh? On night duty. What's the matter, Captain? Burn your fingers? Well, maybe it's a good thing. Because after all, I wouldn't want to turn myself in to just any flatfoot. You turning yourself in? Where do you think the dough comes in? There's a $10,000 reward for the kidnapper of Peggy Stewart. Am I right? You did that? Where is she? Where's the girl? You forget my gun. You also forget I'm doing the talking. Sit down, Captain. You mean you're confessing? You might call it that. Yeah. It's the story of my life. And it'll hand you plenty of thrills. You know why? Look, son. Plenty of thrills. Because my name is Reese. Joe Reese. Then you killed her. You killed the girl. You killed Peggy Stewart! So, you've heard about me. Killer Reese. Killer Reese, Captain Kelly. Then you admit I got a story. Well, I'm gonna tell it my own way. First things first, last things last. Peggy Stewart comes last. Just tell us. Did you kill her, Joe? Shut up, and don't move. Just listen. I start at the beginning. The beginning when I was born. And don't interrupt. Okay, We won't interrupt. I think a lot about when I was born, see? Maybe my mother loved me, or maybe she wished I was dead. She didn't live long enough for me to find out. But after she died, I was shoved off on an aunt and uncle who had the meanest, grimiest, stinkest souls even you guys have ever seen. Yes, Aunt Ella and Uncle Walker. They were a pair. Why, 
they even looked alike. Faces like rotting cabbages, and their mean little mouths yapping away in the middle of them. But I was so little when I went there, I didn't even know what I was missing. When I was about nine years old, one day I found a kitten. A dirty, sick little kitten. Joel, Joel Reese, what you got there? Just a cat. How do you speak to me? I mean, uh, ma'am? He found it down the alley, Mom. Back at the fish store. You get rid of it, Joe Reese. You get rid of it quick. I told you, Joe. Please, ma'am. It- you hear me. It won't eat much, please. You hear me? You get rid of it. Dirty thing. And if I see it again, Uncle Walt will beat the stuffing out of you. What you gonna do with it, Joe? I don't know nothing. We could have some fun, I bet. Tie something to his tail? No, I don't want to. I just, well, we could have some fun. No, I said, say, feel. Yeah, what about it? It's, it's buzzing inside, like machinery. Oh, that's purring. Purring? Sure, cats do that when they're glad. It's glad? Ab- about what? Bet it thinks you're gonna feed it. Oh, yes. What do cats eat, Cousin Alex? <coughs> Hey, you better not! You better take that cat away from here! Well, I ask you, what do they eat? You heard, Mom. You start trying to feed that cat. Feeding it. You'll get plenty. I don't care. You ain't going to? You ain't gonna keep it? Sure, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it somewhere she don't know. You're crazy. I'm not. I'm gonna keep it. It likes me. That's why. Likes you? A cat? Then why is it buzzing, purring? Uh, sure, it likes me. Uh, it doesn't. It's hungry. It'll stop purring. Look. What are you doing, Alex? Watch when I twist his no, tail. No, don't. Ow! What'd you do, Joe? He clawed me, and now it's scared. Look at it. I'll... I'll... Joe! Joe, what are you doing? <laughs> You ever feel a kitten, what it's really like? Why, it's nothing but fur, soft, and its backbone is like a thin string of beads, curled just so. When it's scared, its eyes stare, all one color, and its neck, it's thin, thinner than a match, like a string of beads, just nothing between your fingers. Just nothing. What's the matter with you? It never turned my stomach. Killing. It was always easy. After that, one day I killed a toad. Next day a butterfly. Each day I killed one thing. It was only natural. And I always felt the same. I felt good. I like to kill. Now, Joe, don't get excited. Why don't you shut up? After I made the right connections, I found there was room in the world for a bright young fellow like me. There was work to spare a man who didn't mind killing. A hundred bucks a job I could get. Sometimes even more, Captain. How much do you make, sucker? Pick up that pencil, fatty. You, Sergeant. I'll give you the list. Put these down. The Bresco brothers, all three of them. A guy named Lyons, who was two-timing somebody's wife. 
Then that chorus, babe, Daisy May Marks. She got her fingers in the wrong pie. Izzy Turnbell, the weasel. An old codger named Haskett. We called That's enough I- of them, Joe. Please. Where'd you leave Peggy Stewart? Will you shut up? Or would you like to join the list? No. No, Joe. But where'd you kill her, Joe? I'll get around to her. Sure. Sure. But... Look, who's talking here, huh? Sit down now and listen to it. Listen to what I have to say, because it all happened different with Peggy Stewart. Now, wait a minute, Reese. And be careful with that gun. I'm always careful, Sergeant. Uh, did... Did the gang send you over to kill this Peggy Stewart? You see, I wasn't supposed to kill her. The boys sent me around to case the Stewart house for the kidnapping. That was all I was supposed to do. Find out who was in the house and when the girl was alone. It was a big job, since old man Stewart owns half the estate and holds a mortgage on the rest. Naturally, we expected to pay off plenty. So I went to the house. You know how it is. All white, covering, I bet, an anchor. Oh, what a house. I stood at the back door, and I'd never been so full of mean hate in my life. Just looking at how clean and big and right that house is. What do you want? I'm looking for work, sir. There's nothing here. I thought maybe rake in the yard, or I can drive. No, there isn't anything. Is there anyone else here I can ask? You see- Horace? Horace? Who are you talking to? It's a young fellow, Miss Peggy. Looking for work. Oh? What kind of work? Anything, ma'am. Anything at all. You see, I'm going to college and I just want to work for the summer. I have a bad back, so I can't do anything heavy. Oh, I see. Well, maybe we have something. I'll ask my father. Miss Peggy. Father isn't home right now, but if you want to wait... Oh, sure. Sure, I'll wait. You can come inside, Mr... Uh, Sanders. Joe Sanders. Well, come on in, Joe. Horace was about to give me my lunch. Maybe you'd like to eat with me. So for more than an hour, I was on the inside, looking out, just for once. He did things to me. That room where we ate, all sunshiny, the blue dishes, the food cooked in little dabs and so good. I was just boiling with hate. I couldn't look at her, at the girl, or talk, but she didn't seem to notice what was happening to me. That's what really got me. She didn't once look scared. You ever see Miss Peggy? She's little, all curved and little and bright and soft. Even her voice is soft. I'd never known anybody like her except people in books I'd read. I love to read, see, and I couldn't take it when she didn't once look scared. I wanted to force her 
to look like the other girls I'd known. Make her get that look in her eyes. You're not eating, Joe. I've been thinking. Oh? Aren't you scared? Scared? Being alone like this with a fellow you don't even know. Scared of you? Lots of girls are. <laughs> Why? Are you dangerous? I don't know. Lots of girls think I am. There must be something in it. Oh, you mean you're a wolf. Oh, no. No, I don't mean that way. Well, if you are, I think you're a nice wolf. The nicest I know. That's not what I mean. And anyway, you just don't know me. It's funny. I feel like I do. I feel I've known you for a long time. What's the matter, Joe? Nothing. Nothing's the matter. I guess I'd better be going. But aren't you going to wait for Father? He'll be here pretty soon. No, I guess I'd better not wait. But you said... You see, I just remembered. I I uh, got someplace to be at two o'clock. Oh, well, if you come back tomorrow... Uh, that's it. I'll come back tomorrow. Maybe that will be even better. I can talk to Father tonight about you. Then I'm sure he'll give you a job. Sure, you do that. Uh, that'll be swell. But you will come back. Promise? Oh, sure, sure. I'll come back. I couldn't figure it out, how a girl like her could be with me and not be scared. And after I practically warned her, too. You can see how I tried to warn her, can't you? But she looked at me, at my eyes. My eyes. And hers just stayed the same. Blue and soft, like she was looking at anyone. There's killing in my eyes. Lots of killing. Anyone can see that. But then it hit me. I had to make her scared. I had to get her to look at me in that beautiful glassy way from back deep in her head. Her blue eyes all glazed over. All one color. And then I had to kill her. Well, I got my car out and drove back to her house. It was night already, and there were lights on and windows open, and this time I went right to the front door. I'll go, Father. Why, Joe. Hello, Miss Peggy. Did you... did you come to see Father tonight? I haven't talked to him yet. No, I came to see you. That's nice, Joe. I... I came to get you. Get me? Sure. You don't remember? I came back like you said. I'm going to take you away. Like I said? That's it. Now you're getting a look. Now you're beginning to look at me the right way. Don't, Joe. Joe, please. You're hurting me. No, I'm not, Peggy. I'm not hurting you much. Just enough so you look up at me like something in a trap. And it won't hurt much more when I kill you. When you... Joe? Joe, please. That's what I said. 
when I kill you. Oh no. Ah, father, help, help. Ah. She fought me when I was carrying her to the car. I dumped her in the front seat and piled in. And after I got the car and high, she didn't move anymore. She sat there with her big eyes staring at the road. Well, I didn't talk anymore then. I thought fast, and I drove fast. I thought how it was going to be killing her, and I was still thinking when we got to the hideout. Huh? Where is it? It's up in the mountains, and I like it there. There's nothing but a cabin. But someone had a house there once, and they're all still lilac bushes, roses, lots of roses. When I stopped the car in front of the cabin, I could smell the lilacs. And there was just enough moon to see her face. I opened the door. Okay, inside, walk straight ahead and stand still. It's... it's dark in here. I got a candle. There, now get over there and sit down. On the floor? Sure, on the floor. What do you want? All the comforts of home? Of your beautiful, clean, bright, wonderful home? Well, why don't you tell me what you want? Joe, what's the matter? What did I do to you? Nothing. You didn't do nothing to me. Then why are you... Why, Joe? Go on. Say it. Why am I going to kill you? Yes. The very foolish question. I got to kill you. But why? I got to talk to you and watch your eyes and tell you a lot of things. A lot. Of things. Please, Joe. Gotta know how you feel before you die. Hold you like this. Do you love me, Peggy? Do you? Love you? Sure, that's what I asked. No, of course I don't love you. I know. Nobody loves me. Nobody ever loved me. Except the cat once. Maybe. Everyone hates me, Peggy. But I don't hate you either. Oh, you don't? Say, it's funny. I just thought of something. You know what? Joe, how can you... No, this is important. Listen. It's this way. I used to live here in this shack. Weeks sometimes. And I'd read books. Good books. The modern library. Do you know about them? Yes, I know. Well, you can get any book you want for less than a buck. The best, you see... Yes? So, I read something by a man named Oscar Wilde. Where he says that each man kills the thing he loves. It's in the modern library. Each man kills the thing he loves. Maybe that's what I'm doing. No, Joe, you don't love me. You don't get it. I'll tell you what I mean. Like I said, nobody loves me. But I get love anyway. I get something like love. Because when I start to kill you, Peggy, there won't be anyone else in the world for you but me. No one else will matter. Your eyes will glaze, and the blue will spread out. And there won't be anything in them but me. Me. Joe. That's why I'm going to kill you, Peggy. It'll be so easy. All I got to do is take your neck in my hands 
like this. You heard me say it, Peggy. I'm gonna kill you. You heard me say it. I'm gonna kill you now. Poor Joe. <laughs> uh, what? What did you say? You've been hurt. You've been terribly hurt. Poor Joe. I'm sorry. Well, that's it. But where did you leave the body, Joe? What are you talking about? After you killed her. Who said I killed her? Why, you said... Listen, Bonehead. That's what it's all about. That's why I came in here to give myself up. Nobody ever loved me. Except that cat. And when I got scared, it clawed me and I had to kill it. But Miss Peggy... She wasn't scared. I don't get it. Miss Peggy looked at me and into me and through me. She knew what I was. Rotten. But she said, Poor Joe. To me, Joe Reese. I figured that was as close as I'd ever get to love. I figured it was enough. Go ahead, answer it, Sergeant. I guess that's her old man saying she's home. And then you can lock me up, Captain, if you don't mind. I need sleep. I'm dead for sleep. Nobody Loves Me, starring Noah Martin as Joe Reese, Jesse Labrie as Halton Horace, Asina as Kelly and Alex, and Grace Trobs as Ella and Peggy. Presented by Retrospection Multimedia and performed by Retrospection Radio Theater. <laughs>